Yo, Dragon, what is up with all these new NFT innovations? Yeah, let's look at what's trending right now, man. Let's make it simple. NFTs are changing the world, and change can feel complicated and scary. But listen, you don't need a computer science degree. You don't need to learn how to code. You just need practical skills to win. If you are here, you are in the 1% of humans that are preparing for this major cultural shift. We're going to keep it fun. We're going to keep it light. We're going to make it practical. Welcome to NFTs Made Simple. Just a reminder, we are not financial advisors. This is not financial advice, and you should do your own research. Hey, let's get into it. So my brother, what are, what an interesting ride it's been. We're in the game now and you know, it's so cool that you and I have taken this responsibility and role to create this podcast because we're looking at what's going on a regular basis and it, it is super, super exciting. I thought for this episode, because you and I have been talking about a lot of like crazy things that are going on that just validate how real this is and how it's not forget about the fact that it's not going away. It's going to be real, but it's evolving in so many different ways. It's like you can't wake up and not learn about a new application for NFTs and cryptocurrency. So just, I'd love to hear your current reality on what you're seeing happen, but I've got some crazy things to share. Oh yeah. It's, it's kind of a crazy time dragon. And I'm trying really hard not to get caught up in the NFT hype train because to your point, every day it's like thousands of projects are going live and everything is hyped up. I had a friend of mine reach out to me this week and say, Hey Mark, just gotten part of this really awesome NFT project. It's super sweet. We've got a great community. It's really awesome. I love the founder. And I started asking questions and it, it just wasn't actually clear to me about why this project was different. And I think it's really important that we move forward carefully. It could be huge. And I might look back and be like, I missed it. Damn. I, I could have gotten in early and I didn't. But when you're talking about investing a couple grand into an NFT, it and we had an entire episode on this. I'll put a link, I'll put a link here, but we had an entire episode into how to choose the NFT. And if it's not checking off enough of those boxes for me, I gotta just take a step back. There are some really, really interesting projects and really like out of this world type of projects. So why don't you hit us up with a few of these projects, Dragon, so we can start to kind of talk about what's new and exciting in this world. Well, you just kind of teed me up for one first. Now, this is not an exciting project, but to Mark's point, there's this whole paralyzing fear about what to get in. And then we know that there's a lot of hype going on around these projects because it's like the wild west. Like we, Mark's always said, you know, you guys are all pioneers of this movement. It hasn't really even started yet. It's forming right now. But one thing that I saw in the news that here's that fear and that buyers beware. So we all know about, you know, and I've got some other things about the board Ape yacht club and they're just thriving. It's like crazy. Forget about the millionaires club. It's like the billionaires club, but because of that name, Ape, it's so easy for con artists to come up with ideas and use what you are now unconsciously or subconsciously trained to, to associate with as value to create projects. Like, for instance, somebody created a, a project called the Big Daddy Ape Club, which is actually being uh, touted as the hugest rug pull to date in the world of NFTs. And what it is, 
this bunch of like low life people <laughs> use that and they created these NFTs. Like you could see them and then they sold $1.3 million worth of Solano for all of the NFT collection. Now everybody got excited about them because they, they thought maybe, Hey, I missed the board ape and I can't, afford those. So this is affordable. And I'm going to get in on this one, assuming it was the same people. So they collected a $1.3 million of Solana cryptocurrency, and nobody that bought them ever got their NFTs. So I only share that not to freak everybody out, but it's important for us to be conscious as we go over some of these crazy projects, that there's the dark side and the light in every world, including the metaverse and including in NFTs. So once again, one of the reasons we created this podcast is take you guys along, but also time sensitive. We're going to flush out any evildoers and share them with you and also talk about things that we find interesting and valid. Hey, Yeah. And while we're talking about bored apes, I think that's an interesting topic. One of the things that I'm really interested in when it comes to NFTs is NFTs that are going to be attached to some sort of metaverse, mm. meaning people will be in this virtual reality, spending time there. And the NFTs that they own have an application in that world. Right. And we've talked about this before. If you're in Fortnite, you want to look cool. You want to look awesome. You want to have the right hat. You want to have the right skin, right? You want to have the right avatar. And if you're able to buy and sell that as an NFT, it becomes really interesting to me. And that's something that the board apes are doing. They're launching their own world. Yeah. They're launching their own world. And board apes is like the premium NFT. It could go to zero. Who knows? That's possible. But there's, it's just so much hype. There's so many people involved, big stars. I, I feel like board apes is going to be a big deal. And, and to that effect, they've actually released a lot of news. They're getting all this funding They've released news that they're creating this metaverse, and they've also released their own cryptocurrency, their own coin, ApeCoin. Do you own any ApeCoin, Dragon? Have you gotten in on that? <laughs> I do, and I'm proud to say that I'm an ApeCoin owner, and I just wonder what, like, the 35-year-old version of me would say if I said, hey, by the way, in the future, you're going to buy ApeCoin. <laughs> he, he would be like, don't do it, you fool. A couple of things on what Mark said. So Board Ape Yacht Club, which is really like a, a community that once you buy a Board Ape, and some people, by the way, own tons of Board Apes. So they're using it as a currency, but there's also a flex involved. But if you own this, you're part of their society, and that automatically makes you cool if you want to be in a networking environment with very, very successful people. But there's some unsuccessful people that bought them at the right time that are now touted as successful. So that's been a very successful project. I think that they've they just re received funding of $250 million, but they're the, the company um, owned by Yuga Labs, and they just announced what Mark was talking about, their version of the metaverse, which, by the way, brings to light that the metaverse is not just this one place that everybody's going to congregate. Everybody's going to create their own metaverse. So, yeah. you know, I'm wondering, because it's called The Other Side, the Board Apes, Yuga Labs, and now it's called The Other Side. So... If you want to, it's one thing if you are a bored ape in there, but I'm assuming there's going to be a lower level version of interacting with bored apes. Maybe it'll be like a bored chimpanzee or something like that. 
But I started to think, holy crap, this company is valued now at $1 billion and it doesn't really exist, right? It's a digital world. I'm going to be able to go in there and spend money and interact with people. And I'm going to want to be as bored ape as I can in there. So God, it's crazy to think about what they'll be able to sell people in there. But I'm also wondering if there's going to be multiple metaverses, the other side and all these companies started as far as I was concerned with uh, Facebook and meta, but I wonder if there's going to be ways of traveling between metaverses. So I would assume, right. Mark, maybe this is the business we should start. We should be like, we should create some sort of a like digital train that takes avatars from one metaverse to the other. Like who knows where the hell this is going, but Board Ape Yacht Club is here to stay. And from what I understand, and this is crazy. So they came out with their own currency, their own coin called ApeCoin. And they automatically, here's the utility. If you owned a Board Ape, you automatically got 10,000 Ape Coins. So yeah, now keep in mind, cool. if you own 20, right? Think about how many Ape Coins you get. And I think somebody owns like 121 Board Apes or something like that. That guy's a billionaire, right? But he's got these ape coins. So the hype of the ape coin, without even knowing what it's worth and what it's attached to, it's attached to that community. It just, it, it bursted, you know? So I went out there and I bought my own version of my investment of ape coin. And the next day, it almost doubled. It's just crazy that this, all this excitement, Mark, was created by digital images that were bought that everybody's joking about that have given people this flex of being part of the society. But now it's turning into a massive corporation that's getting valued at a billion dollars and they have their own coin. Yeah. It's, it's such a fascinating time. The scary thing though, is dragon, you could say, Oh, my eight points doubled in value overnight, which is great. And that creates all this excitement. Like, Holy crap. And, Cause now I'm getting this feeling like I missed out. I didn't buy these coins at $6. Now they're at 14 or whatever. The thing is, I, I kind of intuitively understand that there's going to be a, there, there's a cliff coming, right? Yeah. And so the winter, you know, it's, it, it, it is, it is coming to, to quote the, the Starks from game of Thrones. Winter is coming. It yeah. is coming. It's inevitable. The question is, what is the long-term play? Because, okay, cool. The ape coins go to a dollar a piece, right? That's fine. Who cares? Because I understand that the metaverse, the infrastructure, the attention is going to be there in this board ape universe. So even if my coins go to a dollar a piece, that's okay. Because I know in five years, they'll be worth, they'll still be usable. They'll still be yeah. used. And, and that's a game right now. It's, and that's why I think what we're doing is important here with the show. It's trying to help the community understand like, what are the trends that make sense? Where do I think things are going? Hey, what's up? Mark here. Just want to take you on a quick break with a resource I think is really going to help you. Some of the concepts that we're covering in the show sound really complicated and really technical. But listen, you don't need to code. You don't need to get a master's degree in computer science. All you need to do is have the right resources. We're going to make it simple. We're going to make it easy. I've got a link below. Go to www.nftsmadesimple.com. That's nftsmadesimple.com. You're going to get a free cheat sheet there. It's 100% free. What are you waiting for? Go get the cheat sheet. It's going to, we're going to break down some of the key definitions in ways that are really practical and really simple. Go to NFTs. 
madesimple.com right now to get your free cheat sheet. That's nftsmadesimple.com. All right, let's get back into the show. Another thing that happened while we're talking about cryptocurrencies and attention recently was obviously we've got this huge world conflict going over in Ukraine and in Russia, very tumultuous time. And currencies, I, I just really have been starting to think about currencies in a different way. Mm. In Russia, obviously they're being sanctioned by the United States and they're trying to get off the dollar because they don't want to be, they don't want to be subject to the whims of the US dollar. And so they're trying to get off the dollar. They're saying, hey, if you want our oil, you got to pay us in our rubles, in our currency as a way to fight back. So I'm starting to think like, you know, if US dollars stop being attached to oil and gas and energy production, what impact does that have on the US dollar? And what value is there in diversifying the assets that we have? Like, how does that impact Bitcoin? How does that impact Ethereum? How does that happen? How does that impact ApeCoin? And it, it's very difficult to, to, to determine exactly what that looks like. But as, as someone who's pretty conservative with cash, I, 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 it, it makes me a little bit nervous, Dragon. If I don't think that sitting on a bunch of US dollars right now makes sense. It, it makes me a little bit nervous. So I'm getting a little bit off topic, but what I'm trying to do is, is pull everyone in and say, listen, NFTs are not fake money. Their cryptocurrencies are not fake imaginary money, but they do have real world implications or physical world implications if that's where the attention is, if that's yeah. where people are spending time. Well, I tell my wife all the time because she's always wondering what I'm, where I'm going <laughs> with this NFT thing and, <laughs> and how much money I'm spending. And I'm like, oh, it's just Ethereum. It's like game money. But I just want to highlight right now why I'm the luckiest man in the world to have a partner like Mark, because Mark's the brains behind this thing <laughs> in, in the sense that if this was all up to Dragon, he would have, he'd, he would be full-time living in the metaverse right now. And Mark's like, well, hey, you got to feed your family too, dude. But on, on the Ukrainian thing, and for that matter, just currency in general, yeah, it's fascinating to recognize that as our money goes up or down, it affects the world and vice versa. Like I'm getting ready to go to Berlin right now and I'm wondering what the Euro is and stuff. Mm. But what's an interesting thought is a cryptocurrency, anybody that accepts cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, for instance, it neutralizes currency, meaning I can take my Bitcoin and spend it, but it's going to, the future is that my cryptocurrency will probably be worth a certain amount in US dollars versus rubles, for instance. So it'll be interesting to, to see how the exchange of cryptocurrency is. Now, another interesting thing on the war, because a large degree of donations and financing of the war to help Ukraine is being done with cryptocurrency. Like the, the famous Vladimir Klitschko, the famous boxer, he actually, this is another, this opens up a whole new concept of not creating NFTs just to make money, but to raise money for not-for-profits and stuff. So mm. this is the first time I saw that. He created an NFT collection that he sold because of his, his power and his name to raise money for Ukraine. So what I found interesting about that is that's the first time, Mark, I started thinking about not-for-profit companies creating NFT collections that are attached to utilities and probably doing better at raising funds because now people are not just giving not-for-profits money for tax write-offs, 
they're going to, they're going to purchase NFTs associated with that not-for-profit and maybe make money off of the money that they donated. So when I heard that Vladimir did this and big props to him for doing that and anybody that's supporting them, but I just started to say, wow. So that was the first time I realized NFTs are going to move into the not-for-profit space. Oh, they're going to be huge, huge in the not-for-profit space. Um, and it looks like Ukraine has raised, it looks something like more than 6.7 million. This has over 60 million in cryptocurrency raised by Ukraine. And it's a really interesting time. It's still hard to predict how all of this technology is going to work, how it's going to evolve. But that's why we're here. That's why we're here to help you and support you. Make sure if you haven't yet hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. It, it, it really, really impacts the reach yeah. that the show has. It really is going to impact the amount of, of content and the amount of research, the amount of, of value that we can bring to you. We've got some really cool stuff in the pipeline. I don't want to spoil it all yet. But Dragon and I have some really cool stuff that we're working on to bring you. So just to hit that subscribe, hit the five-star, leave a review. It, it makes a big difference. It's going to help us help you get you more resources. Dragon, what do you say we get into the next episode, brother? Well, there's a couple of more things that I want to share. Do you want, yeah. do you want to, do you want to hear a couple of more crazy things? Yeah. Give me, get my mind, get my mind rolling here. Okay. <laughs> Just to give you an idea, because remember, we're talking about cryptocurrency, we're talking about NFTs, but then we're talking about this place called the metaverse where everything is doing that. Let's just bring up a couple of them right off the bat. First of all, just to sh show you the power of an artist, a well-known artist coming into the space, there's an artist known as Pak, P-A-K, you can look him up and we'll provide a link. He does these interesting, you know, he's very famous and people buy his artwork, but he does these pixelated like gray planets, but he created an NFT collection, but he, get this, just follow this for a second. The, the, the concept of the starving artist is about to go out the window. So this guy, Pack created 250,000 NFTs, which were all just versions with different attributes of his artwork, 250,000 NFTs. And they ranged in price on the floor between $500 and $1,000, and they sold out. This guy made, and, and you can check this to, to make sure, but this guy made $91 million off of that. So yeah, I see at 91.8. And also, just to bring God. us back to what you are talking about earlier, Dragon, it looks like a lot of those funds, $54 million in those funds, were used are being used as a defense fund for Julian Assange from Wikilinks. There you go. There you yeah. go. So I didn't know that's fascinating. So it's like, what is money now? When I was a kid, I think my dad, I was like super proud and I would like flex that my dad made like a hundred grand a year. And I think he had a sports car and everything like, and then it became millions, but now like billions is getting a little bit lame. You know what I mean? It's like, he's a billionaire. Be like, oh, so it's just fascinating. Here's, here's I still think it's one. pretty cool. <laughs> I'd, say, I, I'd be fine with it. Chicken okay. and I, my, my wife and I are, are minimalists. So no matter how much money we have, we don't buy anything. So we can make do on anything. But uh, yeah, I, if I take a billion, I'll invest some of it into NFTs made simple. So here's another one. Now, keep in mind, I'm going to, there's a, a two-step prong one. There's the metaverse. So now there's this space that we can live in where everything's going to be NFTs and, and cryptocurrency. And it's interesting to think about 
whether or not we'll be able to really decipher where we're spending our time. Because this is what Elon Musk was talking about is we're so close in AI right now and virtual reality that we might not be able to decipher the difference between virtual reality and reality. This is what's really scary for me because he says, that being said, we might actually be living in a simulated virtual yeah. world already and not know it. So case in point, this company just started uh, what's called Satoshi Island and Satoshi is hypothetically the one that came up with Bitcoin. So this is, keep in mind, this is a, a fake digital island that looks real when you see it, but it's a 32 million square foot island. And everybody that is going to acquire land and live there in homes, and there's going to be businesses and everything, they're going to have homes that will be in effect NFTs, meaning you'll be able to sell them, right? They'll have smart contracts on their homes. So real estate will go up and gentrification will go up. Like you might live next to like Tommy Hilfiger on this island, who knows, or Snoop Dogg. And everything will be spent Ethereum and, and NFTs there. But what's crazy about this, you look at that and you go, that's nuts, man. Who the hell would do this? Well, I'll tell you, 50,000 applications have been put in to live on this island, right? Now, let's go one step further. What are people going to do on this island? Like you think that it's just like a video game. You're just going to walk around. No, you're going to have an identity. You're going to have an avatar. You can be whoever you want, whoever you've always wanted to be. But on that island or anywhere in the metaverse, you're going to be able to actually do things probably better than you've ever done them. So I found this other, this other guy that showed, I saw this video and he's doing graffitis, painting on the walls, beautiful graffiti and stuff like that, tagging a wall, but he's doing it in the metaverse. So now there's like applications in games where in the metaverse, you can actually paint and do graffiti and things like that and have murals that are for sale. It's just unbelievable. So I was saying this to you, Mark, I'd love to get your take on this as a dad and as a human. Let's just, let's pretend we're humans for a second, right? Like cut yourself and you bleed, that kind of thing, right? What do you think about the future? Because we, we have our own opinions and we say, we got to get rid of our opinions right now or else we're going to miss the train. But what do you think about this idea that the metaverse will be a place where we might succeed more and thrive more and enjoy our time more, be a better, experience a better life than this? What do you think about that future where people are going to start saying, I prefer to be there than here? What do you, what's your take on that? Well, that's a huge meatball to swallow. That's probably an entire episode. I, I, I do want to talk about this island just for another moment. Mm. All right. So I kind of want to back it up just a little bit to this Satoshi Island because I'm on their website, which looks super cool. It, this is a physical island. This is a real island. Oh, it it's is an actually. actual real island. Right. So what's happening now is they're minting NFTs, which, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, the NFT is a smart contract. It's just like buying a deed. Okay. So what you can do is you're going to buy an NFT that represents a physical place on this island. So okay? you'll have the physical place and an NFT of it. Because you'll have, right. you'll buy the physical house, but because you own a, a smart contract of it, it will in essence be an NFT. It's yeah. So it, the smart contract is going to be, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be something along the lines of it, like a deed or a title to that plot of land. It looks like there's going to be 562 plots of land, Jesus. and they're going to they're going to have modules. Can you imagine who's going to be staying on those plots of land? Like, it's going to be like 
one percent of the one percent there. Yeah, you know what? You just you just made you just gave me this visceral reaction where, and this is scary. There's going to be such a huge divide between the rich and the poor because yes. of this movement. It's exciting to know that anybody can get involved in it right now and rise up. But for people that don't really care about that stuff, there's going to be a huge, huge crater in between the mega, mega rich and the poor. Well, I, so I agree and I disagree with that statement. I was listening to Tom Bilyeu talk about this. Mm. Dollars, oil, gold, silver, these like money tends to flow upward, right? Money flows upward. So we're in a place in time where all this cash, all these trillions of dollars, all this money is all flowing up to this mega wealthy 1%, all the billionaires, mm. right? NFTs, crypto gives a chance to reset to an extent because yeah. nobody really understands what's happening. But aren't the mega rich leveraging NFTs though? They are, but do you think Warren Buffett fully understands like what's going on here? Like, I'm not going to say that it's not being leveraged and it is giving them a, a start. I think Warren Buffett's going to be cleaning someone's toilet in the future soon. Well, he's I, that's what I'm saying is like, there's an opportunity right here to, to redefine what rich means. And it takes risk and it takes some doing something that the world thinks is stupid, but unbelievable what's happening right now. It's exciting and scary. Well, we keep talking about the erosion of the middle class. It's becoming 1% versus the 99%. Right. I do think, and I, I really believe this, that NFTs and crypto are a chance for you to break into that, that middle class or well even said. that upper crest. It, and, and it's something that we've never seen before. And a lot of people are sleeping on it. But again, the, the fact that you're listening and you're thinking about this and you're working is putting you at a massive advantage. So I just want to commend everyone for listening to the show, taking the future into your own hands. I really believe that this is the time. This is the time. I like to think that Mark and I and all of our listeners are going to be able to afford to live on that island, but might choose not to because we're too cool. <laughs> way too, right. way too we're cool. Like, we're we're, we're, we're going to have our heads on our shoulders as mega billionaires. That's our yeah. goal, guys. I love where I live now. I love my family. I love my community. I don't need to live on an island, but the fact that it's happening is super interesting to me. Right. Because how can I leverage that concept and that idea to look for new opportunities moving forward? That to me is the interesting thing. I don't need to live on the 1%, 1% island, but I want to watch. I want to study. I want to see what's working there so that I can apply those to my everyday life. Let's make it simple. Let's make it practical. That's my stance. I love it. Dragon, let's say we get into our next episode and let's talk a little bit more about the the merging realities of the virtual the psychology of it all. Let's talk about it. Let's get into what's, what's different with the virtual and the real world in our next episode. Click forward.